0: Ezra chapter 8 verse 1. Now these are the heads of their father's houses, and this is the genealogy of them that went up with me from Babylon in the reign of Artaxerxes the king. It's interesting how at the end of chapter 7 it switched into the first person narrative, so I guess the scribe who wrote this is now writing it straight from Ezra's dictation. Two of the sons of Phineas Gershom, of the sons of Ithamar Daniel of the sons of David Hatish, three of the sons of Shechaniah, of the sons of Parash, Zechariah, and with him were reckoned by genealogy of the males a hundred and fifty. It said there's some sons of David, those are from the tribe of Judah, in addition to the Levites that are also travelling and it was a hundred and fifty altogether from those family names. Four of the sons of Pehath-Moab, eliah the son of Zerahiah, and with him two hundred males. Those would be all of the sons in that household. Five of the sons of Shechaniah, the son of Jehaziel, and with him three hundred males. So now in total we have six hundred and fifty. Six and of the sons of Adin, Ebed the son of Jonathan, and with him fifty males. Seven, and of the sons of Elam, Jeshiah the son of Athaliah, and with him seventy males. And of the sons of Shephetiah, Zebediah the son of Michael, and with him fourscore males, which is eighty. Nine, of the sons of Joab, Obadiah the son of Jehiel, and with him two hundred and eighteen males. Joab and Obadiah are also from the tribe of Judah, so there are people who went with Ezra to Jerusalem who were from the tribe of Judah. 10. And of the sons of Shalomith, the son of Josephiah, and with him a hundred and threescore males, so that's a hundred and sixty. 11. And of the sons of Babai, Zechariah, the son of Babai, and with him twenty and eight males. 12. And of the sons of Asgad, Yohanan, the son of Hakutan and with him a hundred and ten males, thirteen, and of the sons of Adonakim that were the last, and these were their names, Eliphalet, Jael, and Shemaiah. and with them threescore males. Those are also from the tribe of Judah. Fourteen, and of the sons of Bigvi, Uthai, and Zachar, and with him seventy males. 15. And I gathered them together to the river that runneth to Ahava, and there we encamped three days. And I viewed the people and the priests, and found there none of the sons of Levi. So all of these guys are from the tribes of Judah. None of them are from the tribes of Levi. But a bunch of Levites had already left in the first group that was sent by King Darius. In this group that is traveling with Ezra, He's the only Levite, and he's actually from the priestly line, and with him are traveling over 1,500 people. 16 Then sent I for Eliezer, for Ariel, for Shemiah, and for El-Nathan, and for Jarib, and for El-Nathan, and for Nathan, and for Zechariah, and for Mishulim, chief men, also for Joyarib and for El-Nathan, teachers. So that's three different men named El Nathan, 17. And I gave them commandment unto Edo the chief at the place Kasaphia, and I told them what they should say unto Edo and his brother, who were set over the place Kasaphia, that they should bring unto us ministers for the house of our God. Ezra, when they camped out the first night, he noticed that there were no Levites with him, so he sent to have Levites come and join in the journey. 18. And according to the good hand of our God upon us. They brought us a man of discretion, of the sons of Mali, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and Sherebiah, with his sons and his brethren, eighteen. Eighteen Levites joined the group. Nineteen, and Hashabiah, and with him Jeshiah, of the sons of Merari, his brethren and their sons, twenty. Merari is one of the families within the Levites and I'm kind of surprised that Ezra said initially that there were no Levites because they had already mentioned the sons of Gershom who are Levites. So I'm not sure if that's a mistranslation or if it was a scribe's error when the scribe was writing because it seems to be a contradiction between verse 15 and verse 2. Twenty, and of the Nethinim, whom David and the princes had given for the service of the Levites, 220 Nethinim, all of them were mentioned by name. The Nethinim are the temple assistants who assist the Levites. Twenty-one, then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God. Remember, fasting and humbling are the exact same thing in the Old Testament. To not eat is to humble yourself before the Lord to seek of him a straight way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance. He's called the group to fast so that God will give them the most direct route so that the babies, the toddlers, won't be completely worn out when when they get there. Because it is a five-month journey. 22. For I was ashamed to ask of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way, because we had spoken unto the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon all them that seek him for good, but his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. Ezra confesses that he didn't want to ask the king for any bodyguards or or soldiers to accompany his group, because he had already bragged that God would protect the group. And this is righteous on Ezra's part. When we brag about God, we're not really bragging, we're stating the truth, because God is almighty and all-powerful. So anything we say about him is simply the truth, but we do need to stand by it in faith. If we say that God will protect us, then we need to believe that. If we really believe it, then what do we need the pit bull and the iron fence for? 23. So we fasted and besought our God for this, and he was entreated of us. Because they fasted and humbled themselves, and because they upheld the name of the Lord before the king, God honored their request for protection. 24. Then I separated twelve of the chiefs of the priests, besides Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their brethren with them. 25. And weighed unto them the silver and the gold and the vessels, even the offering for the house of our God, which the king and his counselors and his princes and all Israel there present had offered. 26. I even weighed into their hand six hundred and fifty talents of silver, and silver vessels a hundred talents, of gold a hundred talents. 27 and twenty bowls of gold of a thousand derricks, and two vessels of fine bright brass, precious as gold. This brass was so shiny that it was as good as gold. I think the brass they had back then was better quality than what we have now, because this is the second time in the Old Testament that brass was described as being very, very bright. Now he is distributing the precious gold and the vessels that the king of Persia had given him. He's giving it directly to these Levites to carry. 28. And I said unto them, Ye are holy unto the Lord, and the vessels are holy, and the silver and the gold are a freewill offering unto the Lord, the God of your fathers. And that's a freewill offering from the king of Persia. 29. Watch ye and keep them until ye weigh them before the chiefs of the priests and the Levites and the princes of the father's houses of Israel at Jerusalem in the chambers of the house of the Lord. Ezra's telling them, you are going to carry this all the way to the temple and then it will be checked in, recorded, and weighed when you get it there. 30. So the priests and the Levites received the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels to bring them to Jerusalem unto the house of our God. The other people traveling with Ezra are from the tribe of Judah. They're not authorized to carry the holy things. That's why Ezra made a point of putting it in the hands of the Levites. And that's probably why he asked for Levites to join in on his journey, so that they would be able to carry appropriately the stuff that they're supposed to carry. 31, then we departed from the river of Ahavah on the twelfth day of the first month to go unto Jerusalem, and the hand of our God was upon us, and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy and liar in wait, by the way. There would be bands of marauders on the highways. That's what Ezra wanted protection from, and God gave him protection from all of those roving military groups that would overtake them and rob them. 32. And we came to Jerusalem and abode there three days. 33. And on the fourth day was the silver and the gold, and the vessels weighed in the house of our God, into the hand of Merimoth the son of Uriah the priest, and with him was Eleazar the son of Phinehas, and with them was Josabad the son of Jeshua, and Noadiah the son of Binui the Levites. It says with him was Eleazar the son of Phineas." Now that isn't the original Eleazar, because the original Eleazar lived way back in Moses' time, which was hundreds of years previous. These are descendants or family households named after them. 34. The whole by number and by weight and all the weight was written at that time, so it was recorded what the weight of all that silver and gold and brass was. 35 The children of the captivity that were come out of exile offered burnt offerings unto the God of Israel, 12 bullocks for all Israel, 90 and 6 rams, 70 and 7 lambs, 12 he goats for a sin offering. All this was a burnt offering unto the Lord. They had the sin offering for forgiveness of their sins, and the burnt offerings for full consecration to the Lord. It says the children of the captivity that were come out of the exile, offered the offerings. And I believe that would be the Levites that were already in Jerusalem when Ezra arrived, just as they had done when they first arrived. 36 And they delivered the king's commissions unto the king's satraps, and to the governors beyond the river, and they furthered the people and the house of God. They delivered all of the king's words to the satraps who were the officials in charge that work for the king in the land of Judah. And that concludes Ezra chapter 8.